The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! Some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. It's Mailbag SZN. Welcome to the show, everybody, on Fantasy Football Today. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on some other thing that has a subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. Adam Azer and Chris Towers. Jamie will be joining us soon. I've got a case of the Fridays right now, Chris. I got that jolly old work week's almost over kind of thing going on. So, wee. All right. Yeah, Friday is my Saturday. So technically, this is me putting in off hours just to be with you, Adam. Thank That's you. That's really all it is. I do appreciate that. Um, all right, let's get to the news and notes. AJ, nope. Antonio Brown, that guy. Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski are out. And OJ Howard, what do you think? Fire him up? Uh, I mean, maybe. You know, he he played he's played about 60% of the snaps for several weeks now. Uh last week he had the the big game with the touchdown and what five, six catches. He had three targets the week before. I don't know. He, he, yeah, sure. Well you got you if know you, you don't your, have a better option. You got your Ricky Seals Joneses, you got your, your Mo Alley Coxes, you got your Zach Ertzes. Where do you put your OJ Howards? Uh Oh, right in that mix. Like, I don't see much difference between him and Ricky Seals-Jones. Ricky Seals-Jones is playing more snaps, but OJ Howard's in a better offense. So it's entirely possible that he has another, you know, six catch, 50 yards in a touchdown game. I don't I don't know how much more upside there is than that. But, you know, it's he's in the, I don't know, eight to 15 range, probably. OK, I don't know what Chris said about Joe Ross, but Joe wants you to know that you're one of his favorites, even though you're wrong about Joe Ross. And Jamie's here, so Jamie, you can answer this question. Jamie, OJ Howard or Ricky Seals Jones this week? Ooh, Jamie, Jamie's still getting his microphone on. <laughs> that's that's pleasant. OJ. Uh, OJ. Okay. No, RJ. Uh, wait, R S J. R S J. R S J. Okay. Thank you, J E. All right. Uh, more news items here. We just got going. Brian Flores. Boy, I don't feel so great about Tua right now, Brian Flores. Like, this was not a big vote of confidence. I don't really get into rumors. Tua is our quarterback. We're happy with the quarterback, our quarterback situation. I'll leave it at that, which I've said multiple times. It's just, it's so unfair that they're forcing this guy to answer the questions. Like, he doesn't have anything to do with this. You know, like, like Chris Greer should be out there answering these questions or Steven Ross, you know? Maybe. Like I get that Brian Flores has to answer those questions, but he's not making the personnel decision. So, like, yes, yeah. Tua is their quarterback. He's not wrong. Oh, Kevin Stefanski's hopeful for Mayfield and Chubb next week. Dallas Goddard is going to play this week. AJ Brown says he's going to play, but he also says his body is rejecting any food he eats. Man, that is some 
bad food poisoning. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, we're going on like what ten days of this? Yeah, week? no. Well, that's, no. That's Saturday, t- Saturday will be a week. Okay. But still, for me, it was like a day. It was a night. It was one horrible night. Yeah, that's bad stuff. All right, Tyreek Hill practice. Antonio Gibson was limited. Jamie, give me your thoughts on the Washington backfield. Uh, Gibson's a number two running back if he plays. I still like McKissick better in PPR than Gibson. Um, if Gibson's out there, obviously I love McKissick. If Gibson doesn't go. If Gibson is out, uh, McKissick's got top 12 upside in PPR, top 20 upside in non-PPR, and Jared Patterson's a good streamer. That works. Sammy Watkins and Latavius Murray mispractice. So let's say Antonio Gibson plays. How would you guys rank Gibson, McKissick, and Devontae Freeman? Chris? Gibson, McKissick, and Devontae Freeman. I think it would be McKissick, Gibson, and Devontae Freeman. Uh, I would go Freeman, McKissick, Gibson PPR. So that's a decent amount of faith in Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Well, it's also a lack of faith in the Washington football team. Okay. Gotcha. Hey, I'm hitting like right now. Hitting like. And also seeing a Harry Potter pre-roll on our video there on YouTube. But I'm not a wizard. I'm not a sorcerer. Everybody should what are they? At, what are they advertising at this point? I think that it's on some streaming service. Oh, uh, okay. I think. We love Harry Potter. Yeah? Is that worth binging? I mean, it, it's like like one of the formative things of my childhood. So I don't know if you as a, you know, 34-year-old grumpy old man will will appreciate it. <laughs> Bro, I haven't been 34 in at least three years. 37. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you're ancient. Yeah. If you were going to, what do you think is better to get your kid into, Jamie? Star Wars or Harry Potter? Star Wars. What if you don't really like Star Wars, though? Both. Both. <laughs> okay. okay uh, next question. Let's see. It's really no, next news item. You don't like Star Wars? No, I wouldn't. No, I I do like. I don't know. I've really not seen much of Star Wars. So. Watch it with your son. It's not yet. I, we gotta wait like another probably two years. No, you don't. How old is he? He's not. He's three. He's not gonna enjoy episode episode four. It's gonna bore the heck out of him. Unless Daniel yeah. Tiger shows up with a lightsaber, it's not gonna go well. Uh, are with Lego Star Wars. Okay, those are those are pretty good actually. And work your way up. <laughs> okay, all right. Giants news: We got Tony Barkley and to- Tony Tony Barkley <laughs> and uh, Galladay all out. I guess she- we don't know yet, but Shepard, Ingram, Slayton. I guess we're expecting them as of now. Wait, Adam, I have a question for you. When Daniel Jones becomes Sam Donald and goes somewhere else and has success. Are you going to root for him still? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I I, I like him. Seems cool. <laughs> it's just so unfair what's happening to him. Yeah, he was playing pretty well when they were healthy. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you have to have everybody healthy and everything right just to be above average, it's not, not a great sign. No, but it's also not a fair sign to judge him without all the talent around him. I'm not judging him. Uh, it's true for a lot of quarterbacks. You're Joe judging him. I'm not. I like Joe Judge, too. I'm the only Giants fan left who likes Joe Judge. So, anyway, uh, is Sterling Shepard still a must-start, Jamie? 100%. Yep. Okay. Sunday, we got another NFL on CBS doubleheader with some fantastic early matchups, including the Chiefs and the Titans. That should be a great one. And the Bengals and the Ravens. That is a seriously good slate. And then later, it's an NFC clash between rookie quarterback Justin Fields leading the Bears against Brady's Bucks. As always, we get started with the NFL today at noon Eastern. 
Sunday doubleheader action coming up this weekend on the NFL on CBS. Time for your Apple Podcast questions. We'll do the Fantasy Cops and your emails at fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. This is from Paul. Oh, Chris, I'll let you guess the greeting here. Dear Derek, Jorge, Mariano, and Andy. Yeah, those are the losers of the 2003 World Series. Ah, that's actually true. Very good. Uh, pick two to flex this week. Uh, so Dearness Johnson was one of them. So now hopefully pick, you choose him. Po- hopefully, Chris sat Dearness Johnson on accident. He, on a, yeah, I just didn't. I, I don't know how it happened too because I went through all my leagues. It's really disappointing. The good thing it's the two QB league, and I've got Justin Fields and Jameis Winston as my QBs, so I've got a good cushion. You know, oh, I think you're playing me. Uh, I maybe, yeah, yeah. It's not. You sat there, Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you guys, when you go through all your leagues at once, do you ever feel like you're? It's like when you read up the same paragraph three times and you digest none of it. It's just yeah. You, you can easily so my, make a mistake. My usual Thursday routine is because normally I do the pregame show for HQ. Right. Uh, but yesterday, my son had a baseball game. So I was at the field trying to set all my lines. Like I took my computer to the field because we thought Odell Beckham may or may not be inactive. So I just had to have it, have it with me. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go through my lineups there. And so I'm going through my lineups. And um, like I'm sitting there and, and one of the other dads comes and sits next to me. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a spreadsheet open of you know, like making sure I go yeah. through, get them all right? Um, and I was, it dawned on me today, like how insane this is. <laughs> Just, yeah, that dad, that dad was like, God, oh, that guy loves fantasy football. <laughs> get a life. Bro. He knows what I do. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I so had one dad tell me, Hey, I, I looked you up the other day. I was like, Oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I use the ESPN guy, though, for, for my leagues. I was like, cool. Uh, Hope your son trips you know, and falls in his face. I, I kind of had a moment like that last week that I felt really bad. I met up. I, I was pl- hanging out with some people from my softball league after the game last weekend. And one of them was like, you know, we were talking about what we do. And one of them was like, oh, I'm an, I was an associate producer for uh, The Last Waltz. Right? The Last Waltz? The Last Dance. Last Dance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I never watched that. And I was like, you didn't need to say that. You didn't need to tell him you didn't watch the, the, the labor of his love. You know, just, it's fine. Just, oh, yeah, that, that was, that's really cool. It was awesome. a great, Chris. It was. That's what I've heard. Trem- tell him that your, your friend Adam loved it. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we, here's the question from Paul. Jacoby Myers, Tyler Lockett, Mike Davis, A.J. Green. Who are your two favorites in PPR? Jacoby Myers, Tyler Lockett, Mike Davis, and A.J. Green. Uh, Mike Davis and Myers Lockett. Lockett. Myers Lockett Green. Okay, Lockett for you, Chris. It'd be Mike Davis and Jacoby Myers for me. From Elsonian, would you trade Cortland Sutton for Deontay Johnson or Michael Thomas? Yes, certainly for Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Would you do it for Michael Thomas? Yes, I wouldn't. Yeah, with Judy coming back, Bridgewater looks lost. Um, you know, so you may have a week of no Thomas, but I would imagine he's back within by week nine. Okay. And here's a Fantasy Cops Apple Podcast question from Mayflower. I am the commissioner of a 12-team half PPR redraft league. Debo Samuel has been dropped for Cole Beasley. What do <laughs> I do? No collusion involved, just a player in the league being really stupid despite being in first place. 
Yeah, that'd um, be stupid. It's it's a first time player or, or somebody's played before. Do we know? No, I don't know. If it's a first time player, you know, like you invite somebody to be in your league, they don't know how bye weeks work and how those things where I would probably say, "Hey, are you sure you meant to drop this person?" Mm-hmm. If it's somebody who's been playing for a long time, then I would probably say, "What the hell are you doing?" And you eat it. Yeah, like I I've had in the last two weeks in a ten team league, and, and you know, ten team leagues are there are always going to be some players that are dropped that you you know, question. But I think I told you I made trade uh, for somebody who was uh, just very frustrated with the McCaffrey situation. Um, this is I think I think it was before Russell Wilson got hurt, but I traded Tyler Lockett and the Cardinals running backs for McCaffrey and Jacoby Myers. Um, so I got the better end of that deal. But then the 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 person who I traded with, and I would have taken this player also, dropped Zach Moss, which I didn't quite understand. So, <laughs> yeah, that uh, was that was a weird one. And then I saw in that same league that Julio Jones was dropped. Jeez, well, I think that's not I something I would do, but not something like too out of too crazy in a ten. I had to drop. League. I had to drop Jacoby Myers in a league because I just like I couldn't. I there was nobody else I could drop. Who's going to score more touchdowns this year, Julio Jones or Jacoby Myers? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, nothing you can do about that. More Fantasy Cops questions, this time uh, from our inbox from fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Matt is in a 10-team PPR league, 15 years running. The bottom two team, or a bottom two team, accidentally drops Debo Samuel. The manager is notoriously over-the-top complaining about everything. After the accidental drop, he says nothing. The commissioner in second place has the first waiver priority and picks up Debo Samuel. Bottom team has Ruggs, Callaway, and Kirk at wide receiver, so should not have dropped Debo. I smell collusion. What smell you or what say you and what is the punishment? Commissioner ends up with Debo here. Whiny complaining manager drops Debo Samuel and doesn't say anything. And Matt suspects collusion. I mean, if it's collusion, you... They're they're out of the league, kicking the commish out. Yeah, well, so I mean you can't you can't allow that, but it could just be someone being stupid, right? Can you prove collusion just yeah. because the you know it just could be circumstance that that manager drops Debo Samuel and happens to be that the commissioner is on the first person on waivers like, and where's where's the colluding coming in? Is he getting his entry fee back? Is he getting you know first pick next year? Like where what what's he benefiting from doing this? Yeah, you true. got to uh, prove it. Hire a private investigator and trail both of them. <laughs> now, what I think you can do is uh, <laughs> a, maybe less uh, and less uh, detailed plan than Chris has um, is uh, you know check with the other players in your league and say, do we think that there's collusion going on here? And if they all agree with you, then you bring it to the commissioner and say, what the hell? Yeah, it deserves to be brought up and make the guy explain himself. Or he says it was an accidental drop, so that would be his explanation. But if it was an accidental drop, I would probably give him Debo back. I would yeah. too. That, that, like I said, you know, anytime you see something like that, you always want to say, "Did you did you mean to do this?" Yeah, I get the sense they don't like him that much. <laughs> but but here we go. Uh, last one. All right, this is a long one. Everybody, sit down, get cozy. Long fantasy cops one from Ryan. I'm gonna lower the music. So we can pay attention. All right. Fifth year of our friends and family league. This year, the commissioner and the co-commissioner decided to restrict the IR spots 
to players who are on IR or out due to COVID, even though the app lets players with the out designation occupy those spots. The whole league agreed. Okay, IR is only for people on IR and players with COVID. This week, the commissioner and the co-commissioner are facing each other. On Wednesday, the commissioner pointed out to the co-commish that he had Nick Chubb in an IR spot and he needed to fix it. Co-commish said that it's, fu- that it's fine since the app allowed Chubb to be put there. But after multiple other teams mentioned the new rule put in place and screenshots were sent, the co-commissioner got so pissed off that he left the group chat and did not fix his roster in the process. Okay, we'll pause right there. Obviously, I, this is wrong. Like, what are you doing, co-commissioner? Of course you can't keep Chubb there. You established the rules. Everybody knows it. What are you throwing a fit for? Okay, anyway. Fast forward to Thursday night. The co-commissioner has rejoined the chat and fixed his team. Whew. Good. Okay. Every, look, everyone has a bad day. And that's the end of this Fantasy Cops email. We're all done. No. So I, I have one. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, I was joking. I was joking. It's just only halfway through. Okay. So he fixed the fixed team. Jarvis Landry, though, was activated from IR just before game time. And remember, the co-commission, the commissioner playing. The commissioner has Landry in an IR spot, but did not move him out when he was activated. He was at work when Landry was activated and did not have time to adjust his roster before the game. The co-commissioner sees this and blows up the group chat, saying the commission needs to drop Landry since he is illegally occupying an IR spot and he can't be moved because the Browns have already started the game. The rest of us are fine with Landry staying in the IR spot as long as the commish drops a player on his bench. But the co-commish is throwing a huge fit and petitioning the commish to forfeit the week for having an illegal lineup. And he will quit the league if that is not what happens. We all agree he's overreacting and needs to calm down, but he seemingly made up his mind. To keep the peace, the commissioner dropped Landry, and this is, this is the worst part, and will plan to pick him back up after waivers next week. We all agreed not to pick up Landry, but the, commissioners, the co-commissioner said he will not hesitate to pick up Landry since he has the first waiver wire, waiver wire priority. I don't know why he's being such a jerk. Thoughts? I don't, I don't see the problem. The problem is the commissioner didn't have time because he was at work. He didn't oh, have time to drop on. Jarvis Landry, to time. activate Jarvis Landry. No, I buy that one. I buy, I buy that it. too. I buy that too. So, yeah, I have no problem that's with him but, dropping but see, someone else. He's dropping I, him. I would test the co-commissioner's uh, fortitude on if there's a, if there's a better player. To, like, let's yeah. say somebody to pick up Dearness Johnson, right? Or somebody gets hurt and there's another running back that's available. Is he really going to pick up Jarvis Landry just out of spite? Yeah, yeah man. Like you, use your first waiver claim on Jarvis Landry. You'd yeah, be like my guess. Use his first waiver claim on Jarvis Landry with a with a bad knee and ankle and a quarterback with a bum shoulder. Like, fine. If he really wants to be that petty, I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Okay, Jamie. So, yeah, just in case anybody missed that, he was mad because the co-commissioner or the commissioner had Landry, didn't get him off IR in time for the Thursday night game. Everybody else in the league was fine with the commissioner dropping someone else and keeping Landry in IR for the time being. Co-commissioner thought, nope, you got to drop Landry. You have to forfeit the week or I'm quitting the league. I would also test his fortitude to see if he'd actually quit the league. I thought that's that's where you were going. All right, Jamie, what do you got? So what are we doing with players that are still on the pup list? What's the proper way to handle it? Yeah, I think they're fine in IR. 
I mean, it depends on your league rules. Yeah, like, I, I adjusted my league rules rules to allow pup on IR. So it came up in the two QB league with uh, so uh, a person that will remain nameless made a transaction to pick up Case Keenum, and it was the first transaction of the week. Uh, sorry, not of the week, but of the of the that that night. And so when the email came, I saw Case Keenum added Baker Mayfield put on IR. Obviously, Baker Mayfield's not on IR. No, oh, Baker Mayfield. So I, said, I said to this manager, um, "You're gonna have to make a transaction before the end of the day." Uh, this was Thursday morning, before the end of the day, before Baker plays, because you can't put him on IR. And then he said to me, "Well, you have Jeff Wilson on IR, who's not technically on IR." And I'm the commissioner. And I said, well, he's on the pup list. There's nothing I could do. Right. And so he was like, well, I don't see the difference because he's not on IR. So he's on the pup list. I guarantee I know who this is, by the way. This is Heath. You don't know who this is. Okay. It's that guy doesn't letter doesn't uh, it's not guy whose name begins with J? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's his boss. I don't know who his boss is. M? Yes. Really? Yes. I mean, it, the rules are clearly established. Players on pup can be on IR. Players that are week to week yes, can't be on IR. But are we at the point now where pup list guys are not eligible for the pup list, right? No, they're still no, they're on still pup. on the pup list. They have I, they have a three week window now to be activated, right? And then three I weeks guess. to come off, and then three weeks to play. I uh, no, I think it's totally fine. Yeah, M. All right, <laughs> take a break. Come back with your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603. For complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Thanks so much for all your emails. Appreciate it every week, everybody. A lot of crappy lineup decisions in week seven. This is not one of them. This one's from Garrett. Do I start Jalen Hurts or Matt Ryan? It hurts for me. Uh, Hurts, yeah. Okay, from Jake in Kansas City. Dear Arian, Lamar, Dominic, and Steve. Those are Texans running backs. Oh. Who have finished as top 12. Did Dominic, Dominic Smith, right? right? Was that his name? Did he ever finish as a top 12 running back? I don't even remember. Steve Slayton. Dominic Williams. Steve Slayton did, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, Slayton had a, at least one. Yeah, he had one. Great oh, yeah. Game. Dominic Williams had a 1,200-yard, 13-touchdown season in, in 2004. 68. Wow. What a what a year. Hmm. Uh, Jake says, uh, there's been a lot of talk about that. I probably could have figured it out if I just read the question. A lot of talk about the Texans trading away some running backs around the deadline. Is there any reason to pick up Scotty Phillips in Dynasty or any kind of super deep leagues as a stash? He was a preseason star for them, this Scotty Phillips. No. Okay. I mean, in a dynasty league, if your rosters are deep enough, I've got some some pretty low-end guys in some dynasty leagues. That'd be a fun game. Who's the worst player you have in your dynasty league? Probably Jacob Harris. I don't have a tight end for the Rams. Yeah, I don't have uh, I just dropped my worst one, which was Blake Darwin. Okay. I think Adam Troutman's my worst one. <laughs> Almost time. Uh, speaking of crappy tight ends, um, the Bears just placed Jimmy Graham on the yep. COVID-19 reserve list. Oh. That's just they did. Okay. Uh, so question from Josh in Illinois. Hey, Kevin, Marv, Harry, and the Little Nero's pizza guy. Home alone, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Half PPR, would you trade Emmanuel Sanders for Waddle or Tony? It's He's just doing it to get a bi-week starter here, but would you do that anyway? Yeah. I would not do it for Tony, but I would do it for Waddle. You wouldn't do You're it for Tony? Yourself your because, replacement. Yeah, but... Um, yeah. yeah, but... I think they're all ranked in, in relatively similar ranges moving forward, but I think... Like one Waddle's playing this week, so if nothing else, that gives him an edge on Sanders. If you need the bye week, and I also just think like I'd rather take a shot on the young guys, even though I do like Emmanuel Sanders quite a bit. Jay says, "Dear Kevin, Pete, Andre, and Ruxin, the league, the league, <sighs> sit one in PPR: Cordaro Patterson, Chuba Hubbard, or Daryl Williams. Who are you sitting?" Mm, I think I have Daryl Williams ranked lowest out of this group. Yeah, he's one spot behind Chuba for me. Uh, I would say Chuba, but I like them all. From Jesse, dear Eddard, Rob, John, and Bran. Those are raisin cereals. <laughs> uh, isn't it Brand? Wait, what's his no, it's, name? It's, it's, it's Bran? Yeah, it's Bran. Bran? Russell it's Bran? just a boy. It's younger uh, than Bran. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's Game of Thrones, obviously. This is the Starks. Although... John is a, is not a Stark, I guess. But uh, I have Christian McCaffrey in a keeper league. You can keep for three years. We have news. Sean McVay says Sony Michelle is expected to play. Okay, I didn't have to waste time for your that. favorite player for this week. What is this? Uh, Christian McCaffrey in a keeper league. By the way, do I get credit, Jamie, for my original prediction that James Conner would be better than Chase Edmonds? Or oh, well, now you're back on that one. <laughs> well, you kept bringing it up. Like, you know, one, one thing that I can't understand is like last year, fantasy football Twitter acted like every carry Kenyon Drake got instead of Chase Edmonds was this like affront against the the sanctity of football. And now nobody cares that like James Connors plotting for 3.4 yards per carry. I don't understand it. Yeah, it's the same thing with with Melvin Gordon. Give him a little credit. He hasn't been that. It's ridiculous. Bad. Yeah, it's well, it's also I just people are just fishing for this Javante Williams superstardom. Well, it's week eight. Week eight is Javante Williams week. <laughs> well, I guess technically week seven was. So uh, I have McCaffrey in a keeper league, Jesse says, and you can keep him for three years. I also have Najee Harris. Would you suggest selling McCaffrey for picks because of the injuries? Are you out of it? Yeah. Don't know the details, but he can keep him 
for three years. I mean, if you're not out of it, I'm making a run. Yeah. It's been yeah, enough. I mean, he's gone. So I still view him as the best. Like if I was ranking for 2022 right now, he would still be the number one pick for me. I meant to bring that up on Wednesday's show and I forgot. Yeah. Where do you, so Chris says number one, uh, Jamie, where do you think McCaffrey goes next year? It's so hard to say right now. I mean, he's still going to be a top 10 pick, uh, but if he misses another 13 games, <laughs> you know, it's hard to justify him going number one ahead of Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, we're going to be sitting here in 2032 and saying, Harry can't do that again. <laughs> Harry can't do it again. It's 2064. Derrick Henry's run for 14,000 yards in the most <laughs> previous, in the most recent season. But this is the year. When does he become the best running back ever? Ever? Yeah. <laughs> How, I mean, how many I, more years? Yeah. Like two more, two more great years. If he leads I the mean, NFL in rushing for two more years, or if he leads the NFL in rushing in two of the next, let's say, five years, um, I mean, if he has another two thousand yard season this yeah, year, like that's. It's just I, what I love about Henry is that in this era of passing, he's the one non-quarterback that I think is the clear the most important player on the offense. I mean, maybe McCaffrey is too, but he doesn't carry the team like Henry does. Henry is... Eh, McCaffrey kind of does when he's healthy. I don't know. I mean, I... But McCaffrey's never helped the team get to the playoffs, so that's the difference. Right. Yeah. Is that entirely his fault? Probably not, but... No, 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 Definitely no. not. But I don't know that the Titans make the playoffs without Henry. In fact, I'd no, say they don't. Can't. No, right? They No. He's, he's amazing yeah. to me. It's also, you know, divisions that they play in, and, and that he's, matters. But, yeah, uh, it, this this was a fun conversation we had before HQ on Wednesday, me Heath and Chris, me Heath and Pete, excuse me, um, of if you were drafting a team right now, NFL team from the beginning, right? So everybody gets to re, re- pick their old team. Where would Derrick Henry go? He's old. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a first rounder. Yeah, he's, he's the only one that would be a first rounder. But like, so we kind of came up with say there's 15 quarterbacks that go in the first round. Probably a handful of cornerbacks, a handful of left tackles, and then does he does he go ahead of any wide receivers in the first round? I I think he probably would. You mean wait? So you mean does he go ahead of every wide receiver? Does he I get drafted he before any wide of, receiver? I think he might go ahead of every wide receiver. Mm. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Deep, you know, you wide know. receiver is kind of a deep position, so you know. Yeah. Well, it was like. You know, when when we started getting into like, okay, who's who's like the quarterback sixteen through thirty-two? And, you know, like I think one of the guys said, Would you take Trevor Lawrence or Derrick Henry? Like you're starting a team. Lawrence. You're starting a team, you take Lawrence, yeah. Right, but if you're trying to win right now, because everybody's starting over. Yeah. But would you I, take like Miles Garrett or Derrick Henry? Miles Garrett. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like we didn't factor in like pass yeah. rushers, cornerbacks, like you know, it was it was everything. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean Henry's twenty seven, right? He'd be a, I don't think he'd be a first rounder, but it'd be it'd be close. But it's also, you know, and and like this is what we do fantasy wise too. But it's like, you know, if you're getting, um, if you're drafting, let's say Kirk Cousins, right, who's in that fifteen range per mm-hmm. se, Kirk Cousins, and then you end up with Aaron Jones, you're much happier than taking Derrick Henry and, um, you know, who's the worst quarterback? <laughs> uh. I mean, yeah. Zach Wilson right now. Right. Or Tua, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, it's like the, when the Browns picked Nick Chubb in round two. So that was the same year the Giants picked Saquon Barkley second overall, right? 
But then you look at like what happened with the Browns last night, where we're, we've always thought like, man, Nick Chubb is this really special player, even above and beyond most running backs, even mo- above and beyond most good running backs. And I think he is, but like, damn, <laughs> they didn't, they certainly didn't seem to miss him last night. I kind of had the same thought, but I still think Chubb is incredible. He, because- he looked more like Kareem Hunt. You know, Chubb has that breakaway ability that that those guys don't have, I think. Here's a question from our chat, GM Patriots Nation. Who's better all-time, Antonio Brown or Larry Fitzgerald, based on their entire career? At their peaks, Antonio Brown was better. Antonio Brown. Yeah, but based on their entire career. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brown was the better player. All right, from Andrew in San Diego. I got offered Zach Moss and Khalil Herbert... For my Daryl Williams, would you give up Daryl Williams for Zach Moss and Khalil Herbert? He does have the other Bears backfield, so he'd lock it up. He has Montgomery and Damian Williams. I mean, Zach Moss is the only one with long-term ability in this team, Mr. Group. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you, if you, you got to believe that, that Clyde Edwards Alaire is going to be out for multiple weeks to make, to hold on to Daryl Williams. Like, I mean, if it's, if it's another two weeks, then you're going to want to get Zach Moss. But see, I look at it the other way, whereas, yeah, Zach Moss has you know long-term value, but maybe Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams aren't that useful until David Montgomery gets back, and all of a sudden you've you've got uh you know just the one starting running back in Zach Moss. Whereas if you have Darrell Williams, he could p- potentially be better than either Herbert or Damian Williams moving forward. And once Zach Moss comes or David Montgomery comes back, maybe it's not that important that you're losing Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're just playing for the short term, Daryl Williams could be two more games of, you know, really good product. Yeah, it I could be know. five more games. We don't know. Yeah, It could be. All right, here's Derek. He says, hi, Steve, Moosin, DJ, and Ricky. Carolina Panthers wide receivers. My team is a mess and full of meh options. Welcome to week seven. <laughs> I have upgraded at wide receiver, but... Tim Patrick gave me three points on Thursday night. I'm already down a lot to my opponent, so I need two of these for a flex. Mike Davis, Alex Collins, Devontae Booker, Amonra St. Brown, Michael Carter, Eli Mitchell, Allen Robinson, Rashad Bateman, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Who are your two favorites? Mike Davis and Eli Mitchell. It would be Mike Davis and Alex Collins if Collins played, but I don't think you have any, any faith in that. So, yeah, I think Mitchell or Booker. And from Ben, 5-1 and one in my 12-team half PPR redraft league, I was offered McCaffrey for my DeAndre Swift. Is this a win? He also has Najee Harris and Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can overcome the loss of Swift. Yeah. McCaffrey comes back, you'd rather have him. Especially because... I mean, you're screwed this week with Najee and Zeke on bye, but you got them for the rest of the season. There's no more bye weeks to worry about with those guys. From Bob, pick two in PPR. Alex Collins, Penny, Khalil Herbert, AJ Green. Uh, Seattle running back and Herbert. I think so, but I'm, yeah, I guess. I guess the problem is the pass volume. Is if they both play, then I might just pass on the Seattle running backs and go Green and Herbert. And Penny, if Collins is out and Penny does play, 
I don't know if he's going to, is he going to get 15 carries? That's harder to say. Mm-hmm. So I might just go Herber and, and Green and just avoid it. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning into this Saturday mailbag. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching on Friday, most likely. So thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Content coming up this weekend. Uh, we've got, oh, we got, let's see, the live show at 10 a.m. on HQ. We've got the 11.30 live stream right here on YouTube. We've got the 8, 10-ish p.m. recap of Sunday Night Football. And Fantasy Football Today in 5 as well. We'll get you bright and early on Sunday morning with some injury updates to help you set your lineup. For Chris and Jamie, I'm Adam. We'll talk to you later on Fantasy Football Today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.